is the Cash App leading the charge for Bitcoin mass adoption? I've been following the Cash App um, for, I think, about over a year now. And I've been using it and kind of playing around with it. Um, and I, when I first got started in cryptocurrency, I was buying Bitcoin uh, through the Coinbase application and then sending it to external exchanges and various wallets. Anyone who's used Coinbase knows that it's not perfect. There, there's some downfalls to using Coinbase. Uh, one of the main ones is the amount of fees that you end up paying. Um, and then there are some other restrictions that uh, kind of inhibit your use of cryptocurrency. But it's a good way to get started. It's a good way to buy Bitcoin, uh, send it out, and get started in cryptocurrency. But it's far from being what we need for crypto to be massively adopted. And the Cash App is kind of like a, it's kind of a middle ground. I see it as a, an easy way for normal people to buy Bitcoin and hold it and use it as a means of payment and exchange uh, not just between friends and family, but also as a, a way to buy things. Um, and I've personally used the Cash App Visa card uh, to buy things like Chipotle or go to a grocery store and use it. And it's a really simple process. It's, I mean, you just go to the app, you sell a little bit of Bitcoin, and it puts it as a dollar value in your Cash App, and then you can instantly spend it through the Visa card. The process is so simple that, like, for example, when I would would go to a grocery store and use the cash app, I'd be able to be in line, go into the cash app, hit a button and the Bitcoin and convert, say $20 worth of Bitcoin into dollars and then use the Visa card right there. And then, and it's basically like I get to hold Bitcoin. And then when I need to spend it, it's there for me to spend. And it's instantaneous. Most people in crypto hate restrictions. And I prefer when there aren't a lot of restrictions and it kind of depends on what type of user you are. So some users will need less restrictions and some users will need more restrictions. And I think the Cash App provides a restricted platform uh, that is easy to use for normal people. And your average person is not going to want to use a ledger or any other type of wallet that requires a lot of knowledge and setup, um, they're just going to want something that's plug and play. And I think the Cash App uh, provides that. And the major difference, I was talking to somebody about uh, the Cash App and something like uh, Robinhood, which is an exchange app that allows you to also buy Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin. The difference is that on Robinhood, you can't withdraw it. So in reality, you don't own any Bitcoin. You're just going into their system and saying, I want $100 worth of Bitcoin on your paperwork. And if you want $100 worth of Bitcoin withdrawn from Robinhood, you can't withdraw it. It's just stuck on the exchange. Whereas on the Cash App, if you have $100 worth of Bitcoin and you want to withdraw it to your Ledger wallet or to Binance or whatever, you can just hit the withdraw button and send it to an address. So while holding Bitcoin on the Cash App is not wise, in my opinion, you technically can still take it out whenever you want and you can withdraw it. It's technically your Bitcoin to withdraw and send out. So I really think the Cash App is a, a new kind of convenience for Bitcoin. It's a way to really use Bitcoin as a medium of exchange. Um, and I use it as exactly that. I use it as my gateway from Bitcoin into fiat. So 
Uh, when I want to buy Bitcoin, I buy it through the Cash App and send it out. When I want to sell Bitcoin, I send it from my other wallets into the Cash App and then sell it. And I think a lot of people who are in crypto can benefit from doing a similar process. And then there's also people out there who just want to buy some Bitcoin and sit on it. And that might be a good idea for them to just hold it in the Cash App. It's easy to hold it there. Um, it's not that secure because if the cash app disappears, so do your funds. Holding Bitcoin in the cash app is not uh, FDIC insured or anything like that. So you're holding it at the risk of the cash app remaining a safe place to store Bitcoin, which uh, if you know anything about Bitcoin's history, there's some ups and downs in that. Things like Mt. Gox can happen again and probably will happen again. Uh, so it's important to know what you're doing and, and keep an eye on the landscape. If you want to learn more about the Cash App, I really think it's uh, beneficial to look into Jack Dorsey. So he is the CEO of Twitter and he also runs the Cash App. And he does have some interesting perspectives on Bitcoin. And uh, for all the flaws that people say about him, he does seem to have some sort of eye on decentralization and uh, i'll link this video uh, in the description and i think you should check it out and some news today from the cash app is that they're building a lightning development kit so they're basically trying according to this article they're trying to have a positive impact on the adoption of bitcoin um, and they believe that one of the best uses of their time and resources is to build out a development kit so that other people can build um, Lightning Network enabled wallets. And if you don't know what the Lightning Network is, it's basically, in short, just a, a second layer solution on top of the Bitcoin blockchain uh, that allows you to send payments faster and with lower fees. According to a lot of people in crypto, it's essential for the adoption of Bitcoin as a normal means of payment. And some of the main reasons for that is that when you're sending money with Bitcoin, it can be costly in terms of fees. So I've personally paid as high as $10 uh, in a transaction fee uh, just to send some Bitcoin. And uh, while that's not like an insane fee, it's not crazy high, especially compared to normal banking systems. For something like Bitcoin, it, it seems like we should have a lot lower fees and we should be able to scale better and have faster transactions. You shouldn't wait one or two or three hours for your transaction to go through. Um, and the Lightning Network can enable all of these things to happen. So here's an excerpt from Square Crypto's post about it. So rather than create a standalone Lightning node, we're building a Lightning Development Kit, LDK, that gives wallet and application developers a convenient way to create custom experiences. LDK will include an API language bindings, demo apps, and anything else that makes integrating Lightning easy, safe, and configurable. So LDK is basically Square Crypto's project to make Lightning Network more widely accessible to developers and various teams across the globe uh, in the hopes of ultimately making Bitcoin easier to use, faster, with lower transactions, and ultimately a better experience for users of all walks. So you might have some users who are experienced with crypto. You might have some users who have no experience with crypto. Square Crypto is trying to make it easier for everybody to use Bitcoin. And I think this 
this type of collaboration and this type of open source work is what really is going to push crypto forward. And it's good to see a company like Square, which is a huge publicly traded company, and hopefully they live up to all the things that they're talking about and create these amazing projects that push Bitcoin adoption more and more toward the mainstream.